welcome to the conversations. I'm your host, Zach. Today is an interesting day because we'll be celebrating women. But just to give you a quick understanding of what the conversations is all about. The conversations is a podcast that um, discusses issues around mental health, around our day-to-day living, things that concern us on a daily basis. And we bring specialists in terms of mental health specialists. We bring people that have been uh, uh, battling with issues containing depression and whatnot. We dif- we bring uh, quite a number of our different um, types of guests. So on today's show, I have a very interesting guest. And by the way, we're celebrating Women's Day. Why didn't the producer get... Uh, a lady to present today. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been nice. <laughs> Imagine, yeah. So today we have uh, a good uh, a theme to the show, which is um, celebrating the beautiful journey of becoming. And I have a guest. Her name is Kaluba Champo. Yes. Kaluba Champo. By the way, Kaluba Champo is um, a blogger. Yes. She's a blogger. She she writes a lot concerning things that concern women men as well on our daily daily uh uh you know journey of life kaluba champo welcome to the conversations thank you zach i'm so happy to be here i'm excited to have yeah. you in the conversations you yeah. know I think uh, your blog time. your blogs are beautiful uh, they're beautiful very insightful thank and you. it's good to have you on the on the show uh tell us a little bit about yourself okay so um my name is Kaluba. Zach has introduced me. I'm, I'm a very complex personality. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, I today I, I prefer to define myself in the creative space because okay. I've seen my gift and found my true identity in creating nice. different things and just mm-hmm. being comfortable being. A creative person great so that's where I think today I would introduce myself as a blogger mm-hmm. a content creator somebody who enjoys coming up with different ideas and putting them out also. into the world um, to start with it's, it's women's day today and yeah. you know we're celebrating women we're celebrating our mothers yeah. uh, define what being a woman is yeah what, what's being a woman you know okay so being a woman is a woman is multifaceted. She's got different different sides to her. You know, I think society wants to define women in a certain way, mm. but we have so many different layers to us and it's so it's an interesting thing when we start to uncover some of those layers and get to know who we are as mm. individuals. So a woman, for me, is strength, but mm. she's also vulnerability. Oh, yeah. So that's how that's I deep. would, yeah, that's how I define that's womanhood. Deep. And it being Women's Day today, why celebrate women? I mean, women, how, how can we not celebrate them? Mm. They, like I, like I said, we are just so so amazing so so multi talented so Mm. multi layered we've got so many things to offer we bring so much to the table we 
we are the backbone of society we really are mm, mm. and we have to be celebrated there's a reason why we have a specific day just for women mm. we need to be celebrated we need to be uplifted we need to be reminded of our power of our strength so celebrating women is something that i think is very very important mm. yeah beautiful um i wish men's day was celebrated <laughs> as much yeah as exactly or yeah, father's, father's day, day <laughs> was celebrated as as, as, <laughs> as, as much as women's day is so you're married and you have a very beautiful daughter yes. uh how was the journey for you uh i mean how how, how do you see yourself tra- how, how, how did you how did you yourself transform from you know being single and now you get married it's such a huge uh change in terms of um, in terms of your life, you know, where you're alone. Yeah. You, you now have a family, now you have a husband. How, how, how's that, being, yeah. being a mother, being a wife? Yeah, so being a wife, being a mother, you know, all of those things are not things that just happen overnight and mm-hmm. are, just, are not just things that um, come as easily you mm. know um you have to change who you are in each role as a wife or as a mother so for me the journey to becoming a wife mm. was it was interesting i think um and i'll speak about this i, I don't know if i wrote this in one of my blogs, blogs but i spoke about how for me getting married i i wanted to i wanted to become a wife but it was also because of some of the th- the societal pressures that come with oh, yeah. with marriage. I was getting to a certain age. I was pl- I was almost thirty. Mm. I wanted to get married. I saw all my friends getting married and having babies, and I wanted to get into that institution. Mm. But I didn't have the full picture of what it meant to be a wife, mm. you know. And then when becoming a mother as well, I. I desired to be a mother and I thought it would be an easy journey because you see, you know, people get married today, tomorrow they post their baby. Mm-hmm. So I thought it was an everything for me. I think I mm-hmm. hadn't really processed how do these things come to be the wife, yeah, yeah, the, mother. the mother. And I think a lot of women make that mistake. You don't oh, yeah. really know what the journey will but, be but like. But now you've got a hold of you. I think a, now, of, of, of yeah, I have an understanding of what yeah. that journey is. To so, so, so mostly... So mostly African women are often viewed as strong, yeah. strong women. But you know, being strong comes with the other side of also being um, weak. It's also yeah. you know, it's it can also be it, it requires for you for one to be to be weak. So it's 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 a very I might say I must say it's a very hard topic to talk about. When they say strong, there's also a weakness to it. Yeah. Um, and when I look at one of your blogs uh you 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 talk about uh, infertility yeah to start with what is infertility okay so infertility and i think i wrote this in my blog the definition that's there even when you google it is the failure to get pregnant or to conceive within a year of marriage mm. okay so that is what infertility is you you cannot you are unable to conceive so you you actually had a moment in your marriage in your life where you experienced infertility absolutely that's for how many years um 
uh, three years because three I, years. I I had my baby just last year. Just last year. Yeah. So for three years I was unable to conceive. Mm. Yeah, and it was, um, they called it secondary infertility. Okay. Because I had had a pregnancy. I think I talk about that the miscarriage. The miscarriage. So they call it secondary infertility where you're unable to conceive mm. after that loss. Mm. So that is something that I went through, and it was, mm. it was one of the most difficult times of my life. What, what, what was the hardest, uh, the hardest thing you experienced during uh, this period of, of your life where you were affected by infertility? What was the hardest uh, experience you had? How, how and how did you turn it into strength? Yeah, Wendy. So um, the, I think the hardest thing for me was pulling myself out of that space mm. it's you know when you suffer that type of loss you are broken mm. you know you're completely broken and a lot of times people around you don't understand mm. um speaking about how you feel mm. is not always very acceptable no. in our families in our cultures you know and it was hard for me to express those feelings. Mm. I was deeply hurt. H how did how did how how did you turn that into strength? You know, the experience of. Um, I think I, it 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 was a process. It mm. it didn't happen overnight. I went through a lot of healing, personal healing. Mm. I had to figure out how to take out those emotions and pour in something that would make me feel stronger than I actually felt. Mm. I had to, I, I made a conscious effort to pull myself out of that dark space because dark I said, space. I can't go down this road. I, I, I still have a lot of life to live. Yeah. Let me pull myself out of this dark space mm. and find something that is that, that will give me purpose again. Kaluba, I, I see, I, I, I witnessed this a lot of times yeah. in our communities, mm. our friends, our families married for two years and even our parents our aunties our uncles our cousins just feel so free to tell and yeah and i i actually have a close uh, relation who who had a miscarriage and having a conversation with her um, I had asked, you guys, you've been married now for close to three years. What's happening? You're not having a baby. And I didn't know that she actually had a miscarriage. Right. And she's been trying to heal off from that because it was very traumatizing for her. Extremely. Now, Kaluba, how did these things affect your mental health? Yeah. How did they shape you to be who you are today? Because when we talk about infertility, I think it's now fast growing because you see a lot of businesses, even on social media, yeah. are talking about we can help you conceive, we can mm -hmm. help. How did this affect your mental health? Yeah. As a young lady, you know, just got married, expecting to have a beautiful home, beautiful family, yeah. children. How did that affect your mental health and how did you pull through? Cause yeah, it, it affected me greatly, like I, like I said, you mm. know, and I just want to speak about that comment that you just passed about how mm. people feel entitled to ask you certain questions mm. when you get married about when are you going to have a baby why don't we hear a baby crying in this house, house you know? or when you for me i think 
the, the, the biggest test for me was the test on my faith. Oh, because yeah. I would go to church and honestly speaking, there would be people in the church looking at my stomach. Mm. Like this is like after me and my husband got mm. married, obviously mm. the first few months were going to church and I would see these people look at me, uh, you know, like mm. trying to see, is she pregnant yet? I would have that type mm. of um, experience. And I decided to stop going to church. I, 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 I gave up. Mm. I was like, I can't do this. I can feel the stares. I can feel the judgment. Mm. And this is in church. So I said, let me just stop going to church so that I can have peace of mind. They didn't know that I had just had a miscarriage and I was going through so much, but people still felt they could, they could judge. They could have, they could have an opinion about when, when will I have a baby? Mm -hmm. That was very difficult. Mm -hmm. So like you said, you don't know what's going on in people's homes or in their marriages. Mm -hmm. And people should never feel mm -hmm. that entitlement to ask, mm -hmm. what's happening in this house? What's mm -hmm. going on? Mm -hmm. Those types of comments, you don't know what's going on behind closed doors. You mm -hmm. don't know the trauma that mm -hmm. that couple is facing. Mm -hmm. You know, and you don't know their fertility journey, mm. you know, and some couples don't want to have a baby. Mm. So why are you putting your opinion into maybe a decision that they've made? They don't want to have a baby. Some mm. people are struggling. Some people are going through so many health, you know, issues, issues yeah. you know. But was your husband supportive in this? Because I, I believe since you say it was second, uh, secondary, secondary, uh, Infertility. Yeah, I, well. So you actually went to the hospital and checked, and they told yeah, you. I, I and how did your husband take that? Yeah. So when I had the miscarriage, I write this in the blog. Um, they say mm. they, a lot of my friends and maybe my family would say things like, "Don't, uh, don't cry too much," because I, I don't know if it, I don't know who said this. Maybe it was a nurse. Mm. She, she said to me, "This is after I had the miscarriage." She said to me, "Don't." don't cry too much because um, you're going to discourage your husband. And that really mm. stuck with me because mm. I didn't understand what she meant. Mm. You know, I had just gone through something really difficult, really traumatizing, and she's telling me, don't, don't cry, cry because you're going to make this person feel like this. Yeah. You know, so I think for my husband, he, he was supportive and to a point where, you know, um, we started having trouble. And I can, I, I can, when I look back, I can say the fertility issues, the the not having a baby in the home, mm. it, it, uh, it played a big role in some of the toxicity that began to to happen, to happen in the marriage because mm. it's it's a it's really you know, a difficult th th thing. Th 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 these are very sensitive issues yeah. when it comes to infertility, and mm. um, sometimes maybe the pressure wasn't even coming from him. Yeah. Exactly, and you know that's something that we'd want to bring here. But yeah, um, it's really, it's really a big thing. It's really a big thing for both men and women. You know, we've it's it impacts us differently, but it's the same hurt. You know, and and then we also deal with it differently. I, you know, I wouldn't want to talk about my husband in great detail and say mm. how did he deal with the mm. problems that we had. I would love to host him and talk about. Yeah, it, maybe you, know, you should host him and come. get f get the male perspective. Yeah. But yeah, it it was difficult for both of us. Because you know, being a father, I ha I have two children. And yeah. Um, one of the things that I miss when I'm away from home is just the noise of the children. You know, a child is making noise. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. You forget to take them chocolate, and yeah. they remind you the moment that you reach. 
you get to miss all of that. Yeah. But imagine not this is what yeah have. and you know when you when you're growing you start working as a young man you want to look forward to having children by the way men have got a very huge curiosity of how the children look yeah and if a child if a child is not coming in a home it it actually affects them mentally and mentally yeah you know but it's these are things we don't talk about <coughs> mm. you know and yeah what, what what do women need to to be to be healthy both in mind and in spirit especially women um battling with such issues you know yeah so you know first of all like for me i i'm always very proud of the fact that i pulled myself mm. i won't know i mostly i pulled myself out of that space but you had people that you talked to of course i mm. i'm not going to say i didn't have a support system mm. there are some people who you know they helped me a great deal yeah. they were my support they were my my counselors mm. you know they were my my friends mm. you know and without them i don't think i'd be here today but mm. it has to come from deep within you yourself mm. you need to know you need to recognize the the problem recognize the the pattern recognize the whatever it is that you're feeling and be able to pull yourself out of it mm -hmm. so some of the tools that i used and because I, you know i read a lot mm -hmm. you know i don't know people maybe people who don't read a lot wouldn't know some of this information but i read a lot and i knew that i was definitely going through a difficult period or a mm -hmm. difficult season what do i do how do i get out of this mm -hmm. so you know there are things like journaling mm -hmm. you know i write mm -hmm. So when I started journaling, I discovered that that was very, it was very cathartic. Mm. I think that's the word. I would, it felt really, it felt good. I would write and honestly, it, it's like taking a panado mm. when I would write in my journal and, you know, offload all of that, all of those emotions. I would feel so much better. Aside from journaling, I would listen to worship music, mm. you know. Because now I, I wanted to get back to my faith and, you know, I wanted to find God again. Mm -hmm. I would listen to worship music and listen to it. Just, 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 just. Everything. Just a quick one. Yeah. The church, when you moved away from the church. Yeah. How did they react to that? Were they coming to visit you? Are you first, are you still going to the same church you used to go to before you? Well, I haven't been to church in a while. In a while. I found that <coughs> what's been working for me now is just having my own... A relationship with God. Yeah, a relationship with God. I, mm. I, and I know a lot of people are in a space like that. Um, a, a lot of them. Yeah. I, I, I must say I must be one, one of them. One of them. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's especially, especially that, you know, I, I grew up in church. I am actually a musician. I play instruments okay. in church. And I, I got through a patch in my life uh, where things didn't go well for me mm -hmm. and the church were not very supportive yeah and it's in such cases where you get to know someone i think this is a discussion we can talk about relating with the church later yeah. on on the podcast That's, yeah of course but well you didn't get any support yeah i just be honest about it yeah, because let me be honest look, I uh before you before you get into it the church is actually a big thing we call ourselves a christian nation yet the church doesn't voice out on a lot of things, including mental health. Yeah. Issues concerning mental health, they don't need you to tell somebody to be on your knees and pray. 
people need counseling people yeah. need to be talked to yeah so did they support you or not i i oh, well i don't i i don't i didn't get i think maybe i got one visit mm. you know from maybe an elder mm. and i remember him saying you need to see the pastor and tell him what you're going through mm. and of course i i think i went and i spoke to my pastor and he prayed for me and mm. he pray, actually we went as a couple and we said this is what we're going through this is what's mm. happening in our home we were prayed for and i think that's pretty much where the the whole process the ended. whole process ended you okay. know i stopped going to church and yeah it was Mm. I had I I went I stayed home and dealt with my my issues. Yeah. Yeah. So uh any shout out to somebody who was there for you when you're going through this situation? Yeah, I have a lot of shout outs. You mm. know, um mm-hmm. for me it was my friends. Under 30 seconds. Under 30 <laughs> seconds. Okay, no, it, but it was my friends and <laughs> they know themselves. Mm. If it wasn't I've got I think I've got maybe three good girlfriends mm-hmm. and my sisters mm-hmm. my two sisters mm-hmm. they literally pulled me out mm-hmm. you know it's the messages they would send me the things they would do i had friends flying me to mm-hmm. where they are so i could come out of depression mm-hmm. booking me at pamozi so mm-hmm. i could just have a night away mm-hmm. you know i had friends mm-hmm. you know taking me out on my birthday and making mm-hmm. sure i'm happy and mm-hmm. you know my yeah. friends really they know themselves they really helped mm-hmm. me come out of that dark space and okay yeah uh we sent you a message earlier on and yes. we asked that you shouldn't read it yes, i hope you didn't read I it i did not uh on the conversations we have a segment where we read anonymous messages that are sent to us mm-hmm. because we want to help people battling with mental health issues depression suicidal thoughts um all of that mm-hmm. uh, so on our website www.theconversationzm.com okay. there's a space where you can actually send us a message anonymous where we don't know who you are okay. you just send us that message we read it on the show and I would love you to pull out your phone and read this message I, read this message. I specifically picked this message Kalua, for you for because me. it somehow relates to a child Yes, yeah, so, so here's the message. It's anonymous. Do you want me yeah, to read it? Yeah, just stand a little close to the mic. So it's okay. Um, so the message says, Hi, I'm a lady aged 24 based in Livingston in 2018. I met a certain man. We fell in love and started dating. In 2020, I got pregnant and had a miscarriage. 2021, I discovered I was pregnant again. I told him what was going on and my condition but instead he started behaving awkwardly he denied his responsibilities and told me that the child i was expecting will ruin his future and why didn't i abort i tried to constantly keep keep him involved in this journey but he bluntly refused later on i got a call from a lady claiming to be his wife when to me he said he wasn't married After I gave birth, I tried to bring him close to our child, but it mm. seems as though all was in vain. Mm. He doesn't want to support his child. I've been battling depression since the time all these things happened, the death of my baby, rejection and raising a child with no source of income. I'm depending on mom. It hurts me day in, day out because I'm not able to help out. I have gained massively and become a beast. 
I don't leave the house because I'm afraid people will laugh at my physical appearance. I'm body shamed and I can't take it anymore due to surrounding circumstances. The only thing on my mind most of the times is to commit suicide. That would be the easy way out, I guess. I'm not myself. I've got anger piling up in me. I can't control it. <sighs> you guys. <laughs> I'm really in pain. The one thing that hurts me is that despite everything, I don't have anyone to talk to. I lie to my family. I don't have I don't have anyone to talk to. I lie to my family that my baby daddy is around when he's not. I fear for what may happen when the truth is revealed and I'm really hurting. I need your help. What you about this situation because when I got when I got this message I was highly affected about yeah. it. Um that's really sad. Like people are going through a lot. People are going people are hurting. Yeah. And I think for me I I I, I want to address the people that make the village our people people around us our families our friends you know there's always when people commit suicide for example we always say oh no why why have they killed themselves why didn't they talk to somebody why didn't why how come their family didn't know so the people around each other let's let's care more let's love each other more let's ask each other what's going on in your life how how are you feeling how can i support you how can i be there for you how can i be your friend you know this lady needs somebody to talk to yeah and she said i have no one i can't talk to my family I, families I, I, can I be judgmental she, i think she should reach out to us and yeah maybe hook her up with um, a counselor with a counselor let her talk to somebody yeah we're willing to listen to you people talk Mm -hmm. uh, the anonymous platform just enables us to know what you're going through. Yeah. But then there are issues like this issue. We want to get involved. Yeah. We we are creating alliances with different um, uh, institutions that yeah. deal with mental health so that people can get help. Uh, it's a very unfortunate situation. And I would love for you, the viewers, the, the listeners of this podcast, to share your two cents. Of knowledge on yeah. how she can get help, of how she mm. can be helped. Are there um, any counselors watching? Any counselors watching? Please, in the comment section, talk about it. And if she reaches out to us and tells us, opens up its heart, I'll be very glad to lead her to the right people. And by the way, we had a message that we didn't discuss on the podcast. Mm -hmm. It was an emergency of a young lady who has ended up doing prostitution because. Life is tough for her, mm. and she's gotten help through Emmanuel Mukola and the wife. Mm. They're helping her out. That's and so amazing. She reached out. She said, "These guys have done so much for me, and I'm also trying to render my help to her." And yeah, I think the podcast is helping a lot of people. And okay, I was becoming emotional just like last time. I became emotional. I maybe I'm not fit for this program. Maybe we need tough yeah. ones on this program. We need you know tissue. <laughs> oh, we need tissue. There's yeah. a lot of tissue. Yeah, and <coughs> lastly. Um, what's an ideal outing? It's Women's Day, so you know, what's an ideal outing for women? Who, for is, women. Invited? Who is invited? Uh, what should you wear? What would you be doing on an outing evening as women? Okay, so uh, I think for me, an ideal night out, maybe we'll start with drinks. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we'll do drinks. Marizons. Marizons, <laughs> yes. Chimpapila. Yes, we'll yeah. do drinks. 
I love drinks and lots of conversation. Me, I like talking. I like to talk with my friends. And I, I'm happy that my friend circle, we all have deep conversations. Yeah. Try and have deep conversations with your friends. Don't mm. just talk about, you know, shallow things. Yeah. So for me, it's drinks, conversation. Maybe we could book a room, mm-hmm. order takeout, eat, mm. have fun. Yeah, just something like that. So that would be apartments. nice. <laughs> The business here, the business. apartments, yeah? slumber parties, pajama Slum- parties. Mm, great, with my girlfriends. Yeah, Kalua, it's been great having you on the conversation. Thank you, Zach. It's um, been amazing. I was so I was so excited when we actually finally got to have you on this podcast. Thank um, you. Uh, the producer didn't know that I actually know about your blog. Oh, <laughs> so when I saw. When I saw her, I say, we're bringing on Kalu. I was so excited. I was in traffic. I think I had to stop for a bit. People were hooting. Mm. <laughs> so yeah. it's good to have you on the conversations. Thank and you. hopefully in future, your husband would be a great idea to come and talk about the issues that we've discussed today. Yeah. And we're hoping to have you again on the conversations. Thank you. Thank you so much to our listeners, to our viewers. Thank you for watching the conversations. Um, make sure you visit our YouTube channel that's the conversation zm uh we're on twitter the conversations zm uh on facebook we are just building a page for facebook it's called uh the conversation zm but the podcast right now is showing on my channel which is suck and our website is www.theconversationszm.com you can find your anonymous messages there it's been an awesome great show i think i'm improving at doing this yeah <laughs> Thank you so much for watching and may God bless you. I also you. want them to follow my blog, Zach. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Don't you, forget. To <laughs> you have to follow Kaluba's blog. What's the yes. blog name? The blog's name is Journals for Destiny. You can just search for it on Facebook. Mm-hmm. I think you should put the link. We'll put in the your, link. Yes. yes. So that Below. people can click and follow mm-hmm. and just read my stories. They're long, yeah. 2,000 words. But yeah. yeah, find the time. Read. Read and learn. <laughs> and learn yeah. and enjoy. So especially we're going, you know, we're going hard on on mental health related issues yeah. we're creating content for you write up so if you're going to be battling with these issues don't blame us because we got you thank you for watching the conversations god bless you mm-hmm.